What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Yes, I Will podcast. Yes, I will what? Yes, I will. You fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Yes, I will. Yes, I will be successful. Yes, I will. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Yes, I will what? Tell me something you will do. Yes, I will. And thank you for tuning in. It's great to be with you today. I talk a little bit about fitness, health and wellness, religion, politics, our strengths, our weaknesses. Yes, I said ours, not just mine, not just yours. Our strengths, our weaknesses, life, relationship, family matter, whatever you want to talk about. So talk to me, talk to me. The purpose here is to equip you for life's challenges. I help you learn your worth, discover your inner strength, create the best you in mind, body, soul, and spirit. On our last episode, we talked about many things and one thing that kept coming up in my conversations with people who heard my first episode was community was the thing that stood out to them, community, and I just love the different insights of what community means to people and how they have experienced community. And it's, it's just amazing to see that. So how about you? Are you plugged in somewhere? Are you a part of something? Um, are you a part of a community? Or maybe you volunteer. Why do you volunteer? Why do you have to volunteer? Do you have to volunteer? Do you do it by choice? Is it an option? Is it a choice? In my life, community has brought so much healing. In my life, there has been a lot of healing in community. And I can say that it was almost forced. <laughs> it was almost forced. Although community was something that I desired, I didn't know it existed. I didn't know how much of a need I had, how much of a need I had for community. And, and I used to pray. I used to pray for God to surround me with, for God to bring people into my life who, who are going to help me be a better me, the better version of me, right? Um, and even when I, when I received Jesus in my life, um, because my entire life I felt left out, my entire life since I can remember, I always felt like I was only good to babysit and manage adults' issues. Like, it was just my job to make an adult, like my mom's, my dad's, my aunt's, my grandmama's. Um, I felt like it was, it was my responsibility to make their life easier or to make their life, yeah, easier. So for me, like, I always felt unworthy. I always felt like I never fit in. 
I always felt like I was good for nothing. And so the only thing where I felt I was good was fixing people's problems. And I didn't even know that. Like, I, I didn't come to that realization until probably about, I don't know, three, four years into my walk. In my life, there has been so much power in community. And I felt like even though it was something I desired, I, it was something I prayed for, it took me long enough to, to get plugged in a community, to get plugged in a small group at church, to get plugged somewhere at church or somewhere um, in this case, in my life, it was church. I needed to get plugged in with godly women and just people who were genuinely seeking God, who were wholeheartedly see after God's heart. Um, and I knew that I needed that in my life because I needed that change. I was desperate for that change. I needed major change. I needed major deliverance in my life. And I needed God to just like move like yesterday. Like that was my constant request. Like, God, I need you to move. Like you're like a day past due. <laughs> I used to tell him that. And and it took me two years. I started going to church. I received Jesus in my life. I it it took me it took me a long time. I would hear the women's ministry announcement before service and then I would get invitations and you know to women's event even outside of church like just friends outside of church they would say hey like my church is having a women's event like do you want to come and I would go I knew I knew I needed to to get plugged but I feel it almost felt um, forced because um, it was a challenge there was a lot of insecurities like my those insecurities came from my past experience in community right um, I remember I didn't know this, but I remember the Lord. I had a I had a God moment one day, and um, and the Lord highlighted. He reminded me of myself in elementary school, and he reminded me that because I don't remember this. Oh, and he reminded me that this is where it came. This is where it started, where I asked the little girl. It was two girls there, and I saw myself asking them if they wanted to be my friend and um, I was new I think I think it was like my first or second day of school I think it was like first or third grade I don't remember but I remember I was like around that age and I and I remember going up to these two girls and I said hey my name is Myra and I even extended my my hand to shake their hand and I said do you want to be my friend and they looked at me and they and they just like looked at me and they're like no you're Mexican <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh, okay." And so, and you don't want to know what I what what came out of my mouth, but, um, and I said, "Okay, whatever." And I acted tough, right? I was like, "Okay, whatever." But the Lord reminded me that's where it started, because it, that rejection didn't start in my family. I was loved. I remember I was loved. I I I remember nothing but like 
pure love like my uncles my aunts every everyone wanted to babysit myra like at any at any time any time of the year um i i remember going to family's events and i remember like family just hugging on me i was like i was always like the life of the party and and um and i like to dance too it's like family members were always um go get me and say hey like dance this song and dance this and dance dance that back then it was the quebradita um yeah it was la quebradita back then and um that was my that, that was my genre to dance to and i loved it anything musica latina quebradita cumbia merengue um and as i got older it was reggaeton and stuff like that but um so yeah so for me my my experience outside of church and outside of anything healthy um i didn't know anything healthy until i received jesus in my life but but outside of that i didn't know community community to me it was always drama and unhealthy relationships and just toxic relationships um people attacking people and just you know a lot of people accusing each other and of whatever and um that was just my ex my personal experience in community and so even though i prayed even though i knew that i was desperately in need of community it took me a long time because of fear fear what would the women think um of not feeling worthy um it was just a lot going on a lot of lies that i believed um you know i can't measure up to them um so yeah so what is community what is community i remember when i attended the women's ministry for the first time and i walked in there with an attitude i didn't show it on the outside but i walked in there with an attitude in my mind in my heart actually but in my thought my thoughts went a little something like well if they don't like me that's on them if they don't like me well what kind of church is this right i i was ready to judge I was ready to justify why I was feeling the way I was feeling. I had already planned without even knowing to walk out of the church, to walk away from church because I didn't like something. I had already pre-planned this whole scenario, this whole scenario in my mind that I already had a reason why church wasn't going to work out for me <laughs> but joke on me joke on me joke on me because i stepped in there guys i stepped in there these women these women moms aunties grandmamas sisters cousins these women no matter the age no matter their race no matter the color of their skin no matter the color of my skin these women all types of women when they knew when they found out it was, it was my first time there 
they hug me. It was almost like they knew, they knew, they knew that I was, they had to know that I was new, that I was a first timer because obviously I wasn't a regular face. And the first lady, I don't remember her. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I just remember the feeling. I remember the first hug. It was a very first lady. Actually, I do remember her now. I don't remember her name. I just remembered. Thank you, God. I just remembered her face right now. So I hope I get to see her someday soon. Um, and I remember the, the first lady and she stood there and she said, welcome. And I had no choice but to walk towards her because I had to walk by her to get into the building. And her arms were extended. Mind you, I was never a hugger, okay? I was never affectionate. That's all God's transformation because now I love, I have to be very careful because now I love hugging on people and I'm just very affectionate with people, um, which it could give mixed signals if I'm not careful, obviously, of course. Um, and, and I remember that one first hug. And that hug felt like a sister was inviting me in. And then I said hi to the next lady and she hugged me and she said welcome. And I walked in. And then somebody else hugged me. And then that face I don't remember. God, please help me remember that face. And then that I remember that, that next person hugged me. And it was like a welcome to the palace kind of hug i've never been told welcome to the palace or anything but that's like the best way that's like the like the feeling and the interpretation that i that i got in that moment and and i kept hugging people right like one lady introduced me to another and the other lady introduced me to another lady and the other lady said you have to meet so and so and then another lady oh like i can't wait for you to meet this other lady and so and i met all these ladies and every hug was from a mom I remember this lady I think her name is Gil little redheaded lady and she hugged me and I I don't know if this I don't know if she remembers this and I I held back it took all of my strength to not cry I was literally I was probably like this with my eyes red just holding back tears and I remember that lady hugged me and I felt like this comfort that came over me, like this mom, this motherly, this motherly love over me that I've never experienced. It's the only, the only way I can explain it is like the love that I have towards my son. I can't say that as a daughter, I, ex I experienced that love like that. But of course, my love towards my son compared to God's love for my son, there's no comparison. I felt like this motherly love that just came over me.
And there's moments when I'm in worship and God, and God reminds me of that feeling. And I just can't help but to weep. It was joke on me. Every woman loved me. Like I've never experienced before. Every hug. Every single hug. And I'm not even being dramatic. It just felt real. That's all. That's the only way I know how to explain it. It felt real. Like. There's no other words. It is real. God is real. His people. His followers are real. They're as real as it can get. And that was my experience, my first positive experience with community, in community. <laughs> I love it. And I grew. I grew. I remember hanging out with ladies, going to Christian events, feeling so left out. But not because of anything they did. It was just my issues, my thoughts, my insecurities. And it only broke being with them. As they loved on me, as they encouraged me, as I grew in relationship with them. Amazing. Amazing. The person that I am today... Yes, I owe it all to God. So yeah. So what is community? What is community? What's the definition of community? Definition number one says, A group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. Definition number two, A feeling of fellowship with others or a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. I like it. Community. It's people living together, sharing the same interest, or having a particular characteristic in common. It's the feeling of fellowship with others. A result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. I like that. I like that. Community for me. There's a lot of power in community. I have a lot of testimonies when it comes to community. And community hasn't always looked like a group of people supporting me. Community has looked like I have one person here, perhaps in this one church, and I have a friend somewhere over there at another church, and that friend knows actually, actually knows my friend who goes to another church, right? And I know I can count on that friend, but I have a lot of women. I have women I can run to. Even though sometimes I believe the lie 
that I don't have anyone. I believe the lie that no one is in my corner. I believe the lie that if something happens, nobody will really care. And that's a lie. Because I've been in really tough situations where, where I have been quick to run to someone for help or some people, no one has answered the phone. And the Lord reminds me, are you gonna turn to people first or are you going to run to me? Your daddy, I call him daddy, he's my daddy. He's my daddy God, my daddy God. That's who he is and he reminds me so how dare I say I'm in this alone? How dare I say that I don't have anyone on my corner? There is so much power in community. And I put some things together. I wrote some things down, which I'm going to read. And it says, the power of community lies in its ability to foster connection, support, and shared purpose among individuals. Community provides a sense of belonging, promote collaboration, and offer resources that can lead to personal growth, well-being, and positive change. Community can amplify collective voices, bring diverse perspective to the table, and create a platform for social change and advocacy. I like that one. Community facilitates the exchange of knowledge, skills, and experiences, enabling the people to learn from one another and achieve common goals. And this one is what community has done for me. Community also provides emotional and mental support, reducing feelings of isolation and promoting overall mental health. So for my note takers, if you're taking notes, what are the five benefits of being a part of a community? Write it down. The five benefits of being a part of a community. Number one, it gives you a sense of belonging. Communities provide a feeling of inclusion and acceptance, fostering a sense of belonging and reducing the feeling of isolation. Number two, community is a support system. Being connected to a community offers emotional, practical, and social support during times of need. Exchanging overall well-being. Exchanging overall well-being. Support system. Number three, the third benefit of being a part of a community. Shared learning. Shared learning. 
Communities facilitate the exchange of knowledge, skills, and experiences, enabling one another to learn and grow together. Number four is collective voice. Collective voice. Communities amplify individual voices, allowing the people to collectively advocate for change, promote causes, and influence decisions. The fifth benefit of being a part of a community, mental health. Being a part of a community can improve mental health by providing social interactions, reducing loneliness, and offering a space to discuss challenges. I love that. And these are benefits that demonstrate how being a part of a community can actually enrich an individual's life. Community for me is a foundation on which unity is built. And I wrote this here. Belonging to a community can create a sense of togetherness and solidarity, leading to a collective effort to achieve common objectives. As community members collaborate, communicate, and support each other, they strengthen the bonds of unity. Unity within a community reinforces the shared sense of belonging and common purpose. And sometimes when community members unite around like an idea or often they work together more effectively um, and they overcome challenges, right? They overcome challenges and sometimes they, they um, create an impact. And sometimes this impact um, creates even more, more unity and unity, that, and unity that, can, that can extend beyond the community itself. And it contributes to a greater move. Community and unity are interdependent. They actually de depend on each other. Community provides the context for individuals to come together, while unity emerges as a result of shared experiences, values, and goals within that community. I hope this helped you. There is power in community. Community is important. The importance of a healthy community, the importance of being a part of a healthy community, it holds you accountable. You're, you're able to fellowship. There's support and counsel each other, one another, right? You grow. It's good for you. It's good for your health. It's good for your health. It's good for your health. Healthy communities are essential for the well-being and growth for individuals and society as a whole. Here are some reasons why. Improved physical health. We just talked about that, right? Physical communities provide access to a quality health care, clean air and water, safe neighbor neighborhoods, and opportunities for physical activity, which all contributes to better health outcomes. Mental health. 
A strong community provides social support networks, reduces isolation, and creates a sense of belonging, all of which promotes positive mental health. Number three, economic prosperity. A healthy community attracts businesses and industries, creating jobs, opportunities, and economic growth. It also provides access to education and training, enabling individuals to acquire the skills needed to succeed in the workforce. Number four, social cohesion, a healthy community, promotes social cohesion and a sense of shared purpose, helping to reduce crime and social conflict. Number five, environmental sustainability. Healthy communities prioritize environmental sustainability and conservation, promoting the health and well-being of the planet for future generations. That's biblical for future generations. Community for me, it's essential. It's been essential for me physically, mentally, and for my social well-being. It's always created a sense of belonging for me. And it's just an opportunity for me to, it's not just about me, it's not just for me to grow and prosper, but it's to know people, to build relationships. We are called to build relationships, to be in community with one another, to support one another, to hold each other's burdens, right? To confess our sins to one another. But we have to know we have to trust them and know that they are trustworthy, right? We can't just be telling everybody our business. I'm not going to tell you my business. There's no shame in what I do or what I struggle with or anything, but I'm not going to tell the whole world my business when I'm going to get different answers. I want any answer, any any any. Any solution that I, that I get or any insight, any advice that I get from anyone, believer or unbeliever, it doesn't matter who they are. Because I listen to people. I consider, I believe that God speaks to me through people. Even, even if they're not believers, even if they're not following God. Like when God just has words for me. And, and I'm sure many of you can relate. God will speak to you through people, even through people that you don't really respect their opinion. You're like, ah, you never make sense, but that spoke to me, <laughs> right? And that's what community has done for me. That's, 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 I, feel, I feel successful in that area because coming from someone who's, who's always felt left out, who's always felt unworthy, who always felt like my voice didn't matter. All of that broke in community when women allowed me to be myself, when women allowed me to speak, when women allowed me to express 
and even when I didn't know how to express myself because I really didn't know these women helped me they helped me find words and terms for what I was experiencing I grew a lot I grew a lot a lot so how about you If you are not already plugged somewhere healthy, what is your plan? What is your plan? What is that one step that you're going to take to get plugged? Perhaps you're already here. Perhaps you can start by emailing me. This is a community here. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my very first episode, go listen to it. This is a community who continues to be victorious in the midst of life's challenges. This is a community that we lift each other up and we are here for you regardless if you're right or wrong, if you messed up or not, like we're here for you. We are here for you. I am here for you. The listeners are here for you. Shoot me an email. Send me an email. Email me. Email me at yes I will royalty podcast at gmail.com. Yes I will royalty podcast at gmail.com. The word yes. The letter I, I, we are all familiar with that letter. Me, myself, and I, it's all I need at the end. It's what I found out. Negative. Email me at yes, I will, royalty podcast. The word yes, the letter I, the word will, W-I-L-L. The word royalty royalty and the word podcast yes i will royalty podcast at gmail.com and we'll figure things out together if i don't have the answer if i don't have the solution we will definitely figure it out together this is a community where we continually unlock levels in our lives so i wish you the best i wish you the best and until next time, take a risk. Be intentional about doing something new. Be intentional about doing something that scares you. Why? Because you will succeed. You will succeed. Do something, do something intentional that scares you because you will overcome it. You will conquer it. Because you are more than a conqueror. You will conquer it. I think it's Matthew. Uh, no, 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 no. Romans. 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 Romans 8, 37. Um, and it says, No, in all things, in all things, you are more than a conqueror. You failed. You struggled. There's history of all your wrongdoing. Shall you perish? 
No. No. Shall you die? No. Shall you be broke? No. No. In all things, you are beyond a conqueror. In all things, you are beyond a conqueror. If you have a Bible, pull out your Bible. Highlight it. Write your name in it. Myra. I am more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Miguel, you are more than a conqueror. Moms, you are more than a conqueror. Joel, you are more than a conqueror. Young adults, you are more than a conqueror. Juan, you are more than a conqueror. Hey you, teenager. The one who feels left out. The one who feels that you're not good enough. You are beyond a conqueror. Generation Alpha. Generation Z. You are more than a conqueror. Generation Alpha. Generation Z. Listen to me. You are more than a conqueror. If you are between the age of 8, 9, 10 to 27 generation alpha and generation generation z you are more than a conqueror you are beyond a conqueror millennials you're more than a conqueror millennials ages between 28 and 42 Born between 1981 and 1996, you are more than a conqueror. Generation X, ages 43 to 57, yes, you too, you are more than a conqueror. Baby boomers, 1946 to 1964, ages 58 to 76, yes, you too, you are beyond a conqueror. The silent generation. You are more than a conqueror. Yes. You, the one in between ages 77 to 97, you are more than a conqueror. You know that? You are. You are. You are more than a conqueror. The greatest generation. The greatest generation. The greatest generation. Ages 98 to 121. Guys, if you know anyone in between the age of 77 to 121, drop what you're doing right now. Pick up your phone. Give them a call if it's possible. Option number one, give them a call. Option number two, shoot them a text. Send them a video. Tell them how much you love them.
Tell them how thankful you are for all they have done for you. And if it's someone hard-headed who is hard to talk to, don't expect anything in return. Just shoot them a video. Send them a video and tell them three things that you're grateful for. It should be easy. If they are nearby, go give them a hug. Drive to them. Just randomly drive to them and give them a hug. Don't try to edit it. Don't try to edit anything. Just let them know how grateful, how much they mean to you. I'm not sure what happened there. <sighs> that was a God moment. That was not in my notes. That was definitely a God moment. I want to hear testimonies. Guys, if you didn't feel anything right now, it's fine. It's, you don't have to feel anything. But this was a God moment right now. If you believe in God or not, I guarantee you something happened in your life. Something broke right now. I want you to check it out. Whatever it was, something broke. Could have been emotionally, could have been anything. It could have been anything. Physically, check it out. Something broke right now. If you believe in God or not, something broke. And that's only proof of God's glory, God's miracle, that He's working in your life and you have no other option. No other option but to believe that God is real. To believe that Jesus is still knocking on your heart and that it's not too late to receive Him. That's a God moment. That's a God moment. And God is moving in your life. God is moving in your life. So if you're in between the age of 98 and 121, the great generation, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making a way for my generation. If no one has told you thank you, thank you, and I love you for making a way for me. Thank you for making a way for the next generation. Thank you. Thank you for all that you sacrificed. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, you too, you are more than a conqueror. You are beyond a conqueror. Yes, you are. Dads, God sees you. And you too, you are more than a conqueror. Grandmamas, grandpapas, thank you for all you do. And don't forget that you are more than a conqueror. Aunts, uncles, you are more than a conqueror. Brothers, sisters, you are more than a conqueror. 
Say it. Say it out loud. Say it. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Speak it over that person that rubs you the wrong way. Brianna, you are more than a conqueror. And it's not that you hate that person. Some people are just a little harder to get along with. It's, it doesn't have to be because of our own issues. It's just people have their own issues they deal with, right? So speak life over that person that rubs you the wrong way. Speak life. Tell them, call them by name and tell them you are more than a conqueror. Yes, right? You are more than a conqueror. Speak it over them. Speak it over your friend. Speak it over your family member. Speak it over that person who opened up to you about that one struggle. Tell them that you are more than a conqueror. Call them by name and tell them you are more than a conqueror. And matter of fact, shoot them a text right now and tell them you are more than a conqueror. <laughs> you are more than a conqueror. And we're going to leave it at that. Because that wraps up our time for today, folks. That's it. That's all the time we have for this episode. Can't wait to see you next time. Until then, make decisions to get out there and take a risk. Make the decision to do something new, something beneficial. Do something different in your life. Take action and do whatever it takes to keep moving forward. And that's a wrap. That's all, folks.